Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. Hope you all are having a lovely Monday. I am having a pretty decent day. I like, I'm really tired honestly, just cause like getting back into the schedule of everything, like going back to school full time, except for like Wednesdays, cause we do online work on Wednesdays is, is really weird. Um, and I won't ramble on about this like I usually do, but yeah, just because of like this more full schedule that I have and other like things that I'm starting up, like an internship that I, I just started doing, like I feel like so so much busier than I normally am and like I don't know I I guess that's kind of a good sign because like lately because of the vaccines and just like other things like I feel like the world is slowly slowly like being brought back to life um after the pandemic and I know we're still in the pandemic but I'm just saying like you know after like the bulk of everything like at least we see a light at the end of the tunnel and that's kind of what I've been feeling lately those are the vibes I'm getting so Anyways, guys, um, last week I talked about how I was going to get my first shot of the COVID vaccine. Um, I think at that point I didn't even, I I didn't have it. Um, I'm pretty sure, but no, yeah, I didn't. So anyways, I got my first dose. It went well. I literally didn't even feel it. So if any of you guys are like hesitant because you're afraid of needles or whatever it is, like it's it does not hurt. Um, so you guys should totally go get it if obviously you're the right age to do it. Cause I know younger people don't really have access to it right now. Um, but yeah, I got the Pfizer vaccine just cause that's the one that is authorized for 16, um, year olds. So yeah, that's the one I got. Didn't feel a thing. And then I'm going to get my second dose in like two and a half ish weeks. Um, three weeks, two weeks, I think. Cause it's already been a week. And I'm pretty sure they only take three weeks in between. But anyways, um, yeah, so that was my story with the COVID vaccine. So I feel a little bit better now. And once I'm fully vaccinated, I'm not going to like go crazy or act like I'm totally fine and like not wear a mask. Like, no, I'm still going to wear a mask and all that. Um, But I'm definitely going to feel a lot like better about um, being able to see people and stuff like that because, um, you know at least I know that I'm not spreading the virus to them, especially with a mask on. So yeah, it's, it's a great feeling. I'm halfway there. Um, anyways, I wanted to just hop right into my advice segment because, um, I feel like I have like a lot to catch up on for this week. And then I also just like want to get to some other topics besides advice after this, like regarding tea and other things. So yeah, let's hop right into it. So this first one is an email and it's actually not about um, advice, but I wanted to share this on here. So this person said, hi, Sister Spill. I just want to start by saying how much I love your podcast and YouTube channel. I think you're so cool and relatable, yet unique and kind. Instead of emailing you for advice, I would like to ask you if you could maybe look at the new Zodiac signs and their meanings. I was a Cancer in Zodiac signs and I loved it so much and I thought it was perfect for me. However, I was confused by the new Zodiac signs. If you can, um, I would love to know your opinions and look at what you are now in your new rising zodiac sign. I love zodiac signs and because of you I've learned more about them and learned to love mine. I have listened to all your podcasts and now I wait till Monday evening to listen to them. By the way, you can say my name. Um from Poppy. Everyone calls me Pops. Okay, so thank you for the support and all the kind things that you said about me. I really appreciate it. Um and I'm really glad that you look forward to listening to my podcast. I really like I love you guys so much. Um literally it makes my day. Um But anyways, so 
I got this email while I was in class um, earlier and I decided to look this up because I had heard some things about this but I didn't know if like there's a new update or whatever on this whole situation and I looked it up and it's super confusing because I don't understand like if this is a thing or not. Um, basically for those of you confused, obviously there are like the regular um, zodiac signs but apparently they've added like astrologers... Um, I don't even know, scientists maybe? I don't, some, someone decided that they were going to add another zodiac sign into the mix. I already forgot what it was called, but that basically offsets everyone's like actual zodiac sign because like whatever your birthday was, it was now shifted to like the other zodiac sign or whatever. So like instead of being a Cancer, I'd be a Gemini. And I really think when I read that, I was like, huh, this is interesting, but then I read another article that said you had nothing to worry about and you're still your same zodiac sign because this new zodiac is just a constellation and it's not actually, like, accepted as an actual zodiac sign. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people just have varying opinions on it. Um, It seems kind of complicated and I want to do more research for sure, but for now, I would say, like, if you were identified as a cancer before, like, all of this uh, not drama, but, like, all of this new information that you got, like, I would say if you identify with that the most, you know, you can just say you're a Cancer, because honestly, like, the most widely accepted version of the zodiac signs is, like, you know, the, the basic, what are there, 12 zodiacs, um, and so, yeah, everyone, like, knows what those ones are, and, like, very few people talk about, like, I mean, this is one of the only times that I've heard about people talk about this, like, supposed new zodiac sign so I wouldn't worry too much about it just because like even if it is I don't know I just think that like astrology is a fun thing I think it's something that like makes a lot of sense to me personally and like when I read horoscopes or not even really just horoscopes but like descriptions about like my zodiac sign I just feel so connected to it and everyone's zodiac sign and like chart that I read that I know like is spot on like completely accurate so I don't know, I personally, like, I just feel like the zodiac signs of myself and people around me are very, very accurate, so this new information is not really going to, like, change any way that I look at my zodiac signs, um, but since you asked, yeah, my, my zodiac sign, if we're taking into consideration this other version, it would be a Gemini, I don't know about the rising and all that, but yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. It, the whole thing seemed confusing, but I'm definitely going to do more research on it. Okay, so next we've got another email. I'm glad that you guys are utilizing this emailing tool. Um, and it's quite a bit of a story, so sit back and relax and listen to this one. So this person said, so two years ago, one of my really close friends moved across the country without telling me. Some background, he was a new kid in my class and I never really cared until he sat with me in one class. We started to become good friends after. We've been through a lot, at least to me. One day, we had made plans to work on this cool project and he had agreed, and then we talked about it for weeks. I was so excited. Then one day, I went to talk to him about it, but I noticed that he wasn't in school. I asked one of his friends where he was, and she looked at me like I was crazy and said, he just moved to, insert the place, today. Just like that, without a word, no explanation. I remember almost passing out. I cried all day that day, and for weeks, I was in the slump. I tried calling him after, but he never called me back. He never texted. What hurts even more is that he still talks to his other friends that he left in my school, but not me. He even talks to the people he was never close with, but the only person he doesn't talk to is me. One day, one day a year later, I saw him in the streets again hanging out with those friends, and it just brought up so, emotion, so much emotion in me. 
It's been two years now and I can't feel myself healing. I wouldn't say we were best friends, but we were close and it just hurt so, so much. Every day, I can't stop thinking about it. It takes up so much of my day, it gets exhausting. I want to move on like he did, I want to stop obsessing. It's starting to make me feel things like a creep and a stalker. I don't do weird things, I just can't get over it. Even worse, I started to develop romantic feelings for him even though we don't talk and I don't see him. I had finally realized how much I liked him when he was gone. Those feelings will fade sometimes, but will always come back. What should I do? Um, sorry, I just lost my place. Uh, oh, it's mentally exhausting. I want to move on so badly. That's all I have. Sorry it was so long. Thank you. Okay, so yeah, this is definitely a really unique situation. Um, I haven't really heard much about this or something similar to this before. Um, just because, like, who moves to a different country and, like, literally doesn't tell, like, a friend of theirs? Like, even if you guys weren't, like, super, super close, that seems super weird to me. Like, if I was moving to a different country or even, like, a different state and, like, I had a classmate that I talked to all the time or, like, worked with a lot, like, I would totally mention just be like, oh, like, yeah, I'm actually moving next week or I'm moving next month or, like, give them a heads up so it's not just, like, I left. Like, I would never do that. So, I don't understand because that seems, like, really abnormal in my opinion, like, for someone to just leave and then, like, literally give no notice of it. I think, though, because you mentioned that it has been two years since this whole situation went down, that honestly it is time for you to move on and I think like that's the point of you asking for advice is you do want to move on but like I really want to emphasize that because when you're putting in so much effort or or reminiscing on your times with this guy and he literally has treated you like dirt and left you without saying anything and has completely ignored you like in my eyes, you're hurting yourself because you're you're thinking about him continually, continually, and like, you know, you're not over him. And I know that's like a really hard thing to do because you can't just forget about him and be like, oh yeah, you're right, time to move on, and then just literally be fine. Like, no, I know, I know how hard it is to forget about someone. Um, I personally had a friend in like fifth grade who literally like an unexplainable bond that I had with her, like. A different bond that I haven't had with anyone else in my life and then some things happened some family stuff happened with her and we drifted apart and like you know I miss her all the time but you know she's a completely different person now and I've kind of just come to come to terms with the fact that like that was an incredible bond and that's something that I miss very much but I know that she isn't in my life for a reason and like I just have to deal with it like I there's no other choice than to move on because especially in your situation when he's literally putting zero energy into trying to talk to you like that's an issue and I really don't think that he deserves your attention whatsoever so I think like if you look at it from that perspective like I don't deserve him and like I really shouldn't be putting my energy into someone who isn't putting any energy back like that will definitely help you because it's gonna it's gonna move you forward and and help you realize that like this isn't an ideal situation and you're just going to hurt yourself more if you keep thinking about him. And I understand like with romantic feelings involved too, that can make it even harder to pull away and more complicated. But at this point, just take a step back. Think of the way he's treated you and it's been two years now and you haven't heard anything from him. So I really think that like now is the time for you to just realize how badly he's treated you and just let it go and I know like I said it's easier said than done but just like take this as your sign to just take that first step and start letting go and if you need to go write about it in a journal every night slowly till you let go like do that do whatever method will help you the most but I'm just letting you know now that like that's something that you need to do and I promise you 
one day you're going to be so over it and you're going to look back at it and be like, that was a good lesson that I learned, but you're not going to miss him. I also didn't realize I read this person's um, email backwards. So they also said something before this that was separate where they said, um, I just wanted to pop on here real quickly. I need advice for several things. I want to ask my parents and the doctor for a mental health evaluation. I've been really struggling lately and I think it's starting to go out of proportion. I brought it up to my parents several times, but nothing's happened. They're so supportive and loving, but I feel uncomfortable talking to them about this deeper stuff. I think I have some deeply rooted trauma from all the bullying and sexual harassment I've experienced over the years. It's really complicated and I won't go into detail, but my self-esteem is so broken and I get triggered by so many things. When I tell them stuff, sometimes they kind of minimize my feelings indirectly, like, oh, that's just a part of growing up, but I'm really bothered by it. Sometimes I feel like they don't believe me. How can I approach them to ask for help? Specifically, go to the doctors and ask for a mental evaluation and to make them listen. I think it's time for me to take some action on myself. I feel like this is really starting to get out of hand. Thank you. Honestly, like this kind of ties into the advice that you wanted that I just gave you where like if you are struggling mentally, I think like that's another thing is like if you get the help that you need, honestly, that might be something that contributes to you being able to move on, you know, like if you're in a healthy mindset, like maybe then you're going to get rid of any like toxic thoughts, like holding on to this guy. So I think like these two actually kind of go hand in hand. And if you can get some help um, with your mental health, I think that can actually really help you with your other situations. So what I would say is I... I really do understand that. I mean, I definitely have had experiences where I felt almost like ridiculous for feeling like the way I do or not realizing that like something that I had was an actual like big deal that I needed to like actually do something about like and so I get it. I think definitely when you're feeling like this and you have trauma, like you said, that is something that you should really talk to a therapist about. I personally don't go to therapy, but I would love to. And I think everyone that I've talked to, like friends um, that have gone to therapy, have had a really positive experience from it. And they all, in some way or another, benefit from just talking and letting things out. Because that's one of the, the best things that you can do to get over something or at least just get it out of your system and slowly start to heal from it. So I think like if... If therapy is something that is available to you and you're able to get access to that, I would definitely recommend doing that. I also think that um, even if you can't get like a physical therapist, there are like online services where you can get like, you can talk to therapists online and stuff. And like, I know that kind of stuff does cost money. So like, I know it's not possible for everyone to get it, but if you can get therapy, I would really suggest that. And also like, just do it for your own well-being. I feel like if you do get a chance to just speak to a doctor um, and, and, and go up to your parents and just be like, I've been mentioning this a couple times now, but I'm really serious about it and I feel like you guys haven't really took it seriously um, or taken it seriously in the past and I really, really want to talk to a doctor about the ways that I'm, I've been feeling because I don't think it's normal and I, I really want help for it. And I feel like if you say it in a serious tone and you really convey like how you're feeling and how much you really want help, like they're definitely, especially if they're like, they've been supportive and stuff in the past, I really think that like when they sense your tone of urgency, they're going to be like, okay, like this is definitely an issue and like we need to actually take action, you know? Um, because some parents, you know, they might think like, oh, you know, she'll be fine or they'll get over it. Like, it's it's no big deal. Um, it's just part of being a teenager. And like, in some cases, maybe. But in a lot of cases, especially now, like, um, teenage mental health issues have been skyrocketing because of the pandemic. But also even before that, just because of social media and other factors. And I feel like um, it's not uncommon now for you to 
or anyone really to have some sort of mental disorder or mental illness because it's just so common now like especially among teenagers which is sad but it's something that like I feel like um a lot of like the older generations don't understand so I really think that you should just tell them everything make sure that you tell them how serious you are and I feel like you can definitely um get the help that you need and I hope that you do Okay, so I guess this one is a follow-up from like another advice session that I did and this person said, I messaged you a while ago about a girl named Stephanie. I ended up telling my parents because things got worse and I was being bullied to the point where I didn't want to go to school. Me and my mom ended up going to the principal and she said she would talk to Stephanie. The next week, Stephanie started with an apology overload. I thought that the principal talked to her, which made me very happy. Long story short, we ended up being friends again and somehow ended up in a relationship. It was going well for a couple months, but then she started acting weirdly and wouldn't let me be near her phone at all. Being in ninth grade, I thought she was more mature than to cheat on me, so a couple weeks ago, I broke up with her because she was keeping secrets from me and she promised she wouldn't. Now I'm having the worst time ever because I know that she hates me, but I still really like her, but I can't be in a toxic and secretive relationship. Did I do the right thing in breaking up with her? I feel really bad and miss her, but I know she's being toxic. Now she's going around and telling lies about me too. Everyone I've lost, um, oh, sorry telling lies about me to everyone i've lost almost all of my friends in the past two days and i don't like i don't think there is a reason to get out of bed anymore what do you think i should do was i wrong to break up with her i also found out she was cheating on me with with someone i know and stephanie is only with her because she has a lot of money and a very big house okay so a lot to unpack here um short short things short or I don't even know if that makes sense. Whatever. Um, yes, you did the right thing in ending that, cutting that off, because clearly there was just a lot of like non-compatibility in this relationship between all of the stuff that happened before your relationship and then during your relationship and then now after. Everything that she has done has been super immature and not genuine. And I think you should take that as a warning sign to just get far away from her and move on to someone else. Not relationship-wise, but just friend-wise or just get her out of your life. Because you will, will not believe like how much better you can feel when you cut someone toxic out of your life. And you don't have to worry about that weight of worrying about, you know, how can I please this person? You know, what's going to be next? Like when you cut someone like that off you feel a lot more free and I feel like until you fully cut her off, not just like physically or literally, but like in your mind, like mentally cut her off and just like accept the fact that like it's done. There's there's no more that you can do with your relationship or friendship or anything because honestly at this point, like she's done so many things that are so upsetting and so disrespectful to you that you should not even consider um, taking her back or feeling bad about anything. Like, you did the right thing, she's doing her thing, and it happens to be really hurtful, but you know what? You're, you're going to look back at this and you're going to be thankful that you did not um, stay in this relationship because... It was only hurting you and and that's honestly what i'm going to tell you i know that's simple advice but like you really like a lot of this a lot of the the issues that you guys asked me for advice on like are about mindset and mindset is one of the hardest things to change because once once you like really get attached to someone or once you really believe something like changing your mind about something is so hard or or redoing everything that you've ever known or you know not being friends with someone who you've been friends with for five years like all of those things are really hard like big change like that and trying to change your mindset about the way you feel about someone so suddenly is really really hard but I think 
over time you're gonna get better at it and just like yeah you're gonna have moments of doubt you're gonna have maybe a month from now you're gonna be like oh I'm totally over this and then a year from now you're gonna have one day or one moment where you're like oh I kind of miss that person and then it goes away like as time goes on it actually gets so much better I can promise you that so I think just know that you did the right thing and if you lost friends they really weren't your real friends in the first place if they were believing all those things that Stephanie is going around telling people so honestly it's just shedding a light on the toxic people in your life the universe is doing this for a reason they're helping you get rid of all those toxic people and now you can just have a fresh start with the people who are your true friends or maybe you'll make new friends. So this one said, my ex best friend lies very much, like very much. So I don't want to be her best friend anymore because she lies about her childhood. Like, oh, remember that time when you helped me climb over the fence at kindergarten? Or, oh, I've always known your favorite ice cream is this and that. I never did or told anyone that. So how do I tell her I think we'll be better if we aren't best friends? Sorry if my English is poor. Um, okay, so no, your English is great. And I want to say like, I have met a few people like this where they were literally just like pathological liars. Not saying that this person is one, but like, honestly, there are a lot of people who just lie and that might be something that's like, because of the way they grew up or like the examples that they were around or whatever. But regardless of like the root of their, their lies, like they're still lying and it's a really hard thing to deal with. And I honestly, like I value truth and honesty so much. That's like one of my core principles that I just really hold dearly and so like whenever I've met people who lie or are like just deceitful I really really like I I have a negative view of them because that's just something that like I personally really value and so when someone isn't like doing that I'm like okay you know maybe they're just not compatible with me because I need someone who's going to be like honest or value honesty like I do so um definitely like you are totally valid in what you're feeling and like it's okay if you don't want to be friends with her anymore um something that's confusing me though is you you called her your ex-best friend but then you're asking me for advice on how to tell her you don't want to be best friends anymore so I'm kind of confused on like the status of your friendship like if you guys are ex-best friends and you just really want to like clarify that more I would just say um honestly maybe don't even say anything because if you guys are already ex-best friends and have like gone through a fight or just like drifted apart like leave it alone because honestly sometimes like reaching out again and like confirming that you're not friends could just make more of a mess and it's unnecessary but if you guys like are still friends and you really like want to cut it off I would say um if this is like something that's been building up over time and you have like total like valid reason for doing this I say text her call her or even better talk to her in person because I feel like that's more genuine um and just be like hey you know I I have these concerns blah 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 blah, and because of these concerns I feel like we just aren't compatible in a friendship because that's not something that I necessarily want in a friend and like you know obviously say it in the nicest way possible but you know protect yourself if this is a friend that like you don't want to have around you or is bringing you negative energy like don't keep them around just be really um careful about like how you're how you say it and also make sure that it's completely justified and it's not just like oh you know she's been doing this for a week so I'm gonna cut her off like no this 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 must be like some sort of build up over time this person dm me and said hey sister spill I recently took an EOC by the way I had to look up what that was because I'm not familiar with that in my state basically it's an end of course test Um, so yeah, basically like a final and I honestly think that I failed. My mom keeps telling me that I passed because I practiced a few days before the exam. The truth is the exam was already hard and stressful. I checked how many questions you're supposed to get right in order to pass and I counted how many I think I got wrong. Honestly, I'm kind of, I'm kind of screwed. I hope I end up passing it by by just a few, passing it by just a few points. 
I don't get the results until the end of the year and I'm honestly impatient. I already want to know if I passed or not. If I fail, I have to go to summer school and retake it. I don't want to go through that. My mom believes I passed, but I don't want to get my hopes up. This school year has been hard and I find it wrong for the state to put out a test, requiring us to attend school while we're still in a pandemic and I'm sure many students haven't been doing as well as they used to with all this virtual learning. About the test, I get flashbacks of the time I failed a similar test in fourth grade. I remember crying before I opened my results and this girl told me, you're going to pass, you're going to get a high score. Only to my surprise, I failed both the math and reading tests and only passed the writing. This is why I don't have high hopes in getting good results in those exams, especially knowing my struggles with it this year. Okay, so I really liked what you said about like the schools still offering this end of course test even through the pandemic because like while I think it's still important to like give out tests and like make sure that like students are still learning and stuff like more than ever during this pandemic, I really think that there should be like leniency too and when you're passing out the same exact test that you would on a normal year like I feel like that's unfair and like if they didn't modify the test at all and they're giving that out to students I feel like that is unfair because who knows what these students have gone through this year with the pandemic they could have lost a grandpa or a family member or just honestly the stress and the the overwhelmingness of it all is is a lot it's a lot like me myself I have seen so many like negative impacts positive impacts too but like for the sake of what I'm saying, negative impacts from this pandemic on myself and I haven't lost a family member or been um, affected by my family like losing their jobs or, you know, like I've been stable enough. I've had one of the best experiences someone could have during this pandemic and I'm still, I'm still struggling um, from its effects. And so I think like you never know what people are going through because of this pandemic and I really feel like it's very um, unfair for a school to give out a test like this. without even modifying it. Like, for example, last year, the AP tests, um, if you guys know what AP is, um, were modified. Like, instead of, like, this three-hour-long test, it was, like, an hour long or something. I can't remember exactly because it's been, like, a long time. Um, But, like, my test was just one simple essay instead of, like, this huge exam with multiple choice questions and, like, other essays to write. Like, and like, yes, they still gave us a test, but it was way modified and they made it, like, they were lenient with us, you know, um, they helped us a little bit, and so I think, like, for them to just offer a test without modification is really unfair, so I totally get it. I say, like, if you do fail and you have to go to summer school, it sucks, um, but I wonder, like, if you, like, I know this is probably a reach because, you know, once they decide this, they decide this, but, like, um, if for some reason you could talk to someone about this and just be like, hey, I feel like I haven't been learning as well through virtual learning, like this is year of a pandemic, I really feel like this is unfair and voice your concerns and you never know, maybe you could go somewhere and this person is like, okay, you know what, I feel like you are qualified or there's something that you can do or maybe you don't have to do summer school for as long, but if there's anyone you can talk to to try and like appeal this, if you do fail, by the way, um, then try and do that obviously I know that's a reach because you know most of that kind of stuff is set in stone but maybe try just try um but for now since you don't know your scores I'm just gonna give you the benefit of the doubt and say that you probably did fine and hopefully you passed at least by a little bit so um I faith in you I'm sure that you did fine and if you did fail it sucks you know like failing or being told that you failed at something really does suck but I think like 
in the end, it's going to be, it's not going to be anything that you think about. I mean, you're going to forget about failing this test. If you do fail it in five years, you're going to be like, oh yeah, like I was so upset about that, but like, you know what? It doesn't matter now. Um, so just be positive about it. Believe, just, just believe, believe that you pass a test. And if you don't pass a test, then you can worry about it. Um, but you just don't stress yourself out. Okay, so that's all the advice that I'm given for this week. Um, now I just want to jump into talking about some other things because it has been a while since I have talked about tea and like I'm kind of I'm kind of itching to get back in there. I also want to give like a little channel update. I know that I haven't uploaded in like over a month and I can't lie and say like I haven't struggled because I have and you know honestly like this this past month especially has been just a like a huge loss of motivation for me and like I'm slowly getting it back but like now that I'm getting it back now I have like other things to be busy busy with and like it's just so hard because I feel like I always have to like pick and choose like do I study for my AP tests? Do I do this homework? Do I work on this project for my internship that I'm doing or do I edit this my personal project that I'm doing or do I make this short film with my friends or do I make a sister spill video you know like there's so many things in the mix and I'm just like so like overwhelmed with everything that I just I I've been in a rut with sister spill where I've just been like you know what I'll, I'll, I'll make a video for sister spill later and I've just been focusing on everything else like school and um other things and I've kind of neglected my channel for sure and that's not something that I want to do but also at the same time I don't want to force myself to make videos when I'm just not feeling it and it sucks because it's like I haven't been feeling it for a little while now and I, I don't like I want to get that passion for it again but like it's really hard when there hasn't been that much like good tea lately and like that's what my channel is based on like honestly like I got popular off of things like Zoe Laverne and Daniel Cohn and like both of those people have been pretty chill like I don't or lately at least, like, I don't have much to say about them, and, like, from time to time, I still get requests to make videos about them, but I'm just, like, I genuinely don't have anything else to say about them because there hasn't been any new news, you know, Zoe's pregnant, she's been chill lately and not gone into drama, and same with Danielle, not pregnant, but hasn't been going into drama, like, and so it's hard, um, and I really just, like, sorry if you heard that noise, I keep touching my, my metal chair and it makes that noise, but anyways, um, it's really hard because, I have like honestly shifted my focus to just wanting to do like um, investigative videos like where I investigate like for example family channels or something like that or like um, a recent idea I thought of was the LeBron or the LeBrant I think it's LeBrant family um, who are like these family vlogger youtubers or whatever and there's like a lot of like underlying stuff that like people don't talk about with them and I just would love to make a video on them so that's something I'm thinking about doing but um I also wanted to make one about the shaytards but then there was a recent video that blew up about the shaytards and I'm like well I don't want to seem like I'm copying or since all these people just saw this shaytards video they probably don't want to watch mine it seems like that like I have a lot of self-doubt and so I like I'm about to make a video for sister spill and then I'm like oh I shouldn't because of this you know so I think like it's just a lot about my mindset like I talk about like you guys needing to like um fix your mindset in order to fix your problems but like I need to really apply that to my own life to be honest because um I've been a little bit of a mess on and off you know some days I'm like woo like I'm getting so much done like this is great and other days I'm just like wow like what is going on um and yeah so I think like as far as sister spell goes if you guys have been wondering anything about that like I am like I'm not like planning on ending like what I'm doing on sister, sister spill or anything like that but I'm just 
I've definitely taken a step back and I want to get back into it as soon as possible. I just wanted to let you guys know what was going on in my head and not leave you guys in the dark, at least those of you who listen to my podcast. Um, the rest of the subscribers are probably just like, oh, Sister Spill, I forgot about her. Um, but anyways, yeah, so I just wanted to let you guys know what was going on and that I will be back and just don't worry about it. Um, I'm just, I'm going to come back on my own time and I'm, it's going to be fine. So anyways, um, I want to jump into some tea. Um, I'm trying to think of what's been kind of popular lately. So, well, one thing is Addison Ray appeared on um, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which was a pretty big deal because everyone's now talking about how she's just transformed into this celebrity um, figure where she's hanging out with um, the Kardashians and other like high up people in LA or just you know, really known people. And I think it's crazy, like, how she climbed her way up the ladder. It's really fascinating to see, like, how she came from um, Louisiana to LA and completely just changed her whole entire world. Um, and it's just so crazy. I think it's it's honestly so, like, impressive what she's done. I, I've never been a fan of Addison, but, like, I do respect, like, her for all of the accomplishment accomplishments that she's made and like the way that she's managed to really bring herself to the top so I don't know I just think it's really really cool what she's done another interesting thing was that Ellie Zeeler um got a little bit of backlash for coming up with her own drink called the Ellie and people were getting upset at this because it's similar to the Charlie drink at Duncan that Charlie D'Amelio made and everyone was like oh like again like you're copying her or whatever but I think that's so ridiculous like I don't even like like Ellie not that I don't like her but you know I just I'm kind of neutral on her and like the fact that people are just going out of their way to be like oh like this definitely means you're copying Charlie D'Amelio it doesn't. It has nothing to do with her copying Charlie D'Amelio. She probably got an awesome offer to work with a, a company and make her own drink. Like, who wouldn't say yes to that? And also, what else is she supposed to name it? Like, how are people supposed to know that it's her drink? Like, the Travis Scott burger wasn't going to be... <laughs> the Travis Scott burger wasn't going to be named, like, something random. Like, no, it's the Travis Scott burger because it's... Travis Scott made it, you know, so it makes a lot of sense to name it the Ellie just because it's similar to Charlie's and it happens to be drink also does not mean that she's copying Charlie and I think it's pretty ridiculous these days like what people would be attacked for. I don't know, I just I feel really bad for her because like she probably has to deal with these comments every day still even though this whole Ellie and Charlie look similar thing has been going on for a long time now. So I don't know, I think it's just like really it's really ridiculous. Um, something else I wanted to talk about was the whole Jaden, Mads, Nessa situation because this has been like a hot topic for a little while now because um, as you guys know or probably know, Jaden Hostler and Nessa Barrett made a song together called Lottie, wait, is it Lottie Die? Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce it. I'm pretty sure it's Lottie Die. Um, but in this song, it just sounds like she's like saying Lottie D, so... I don't, I don't know. Um, but anyways, it has, I, I gotta say, I really do like the song. Um, I think, honestly, they're, like, the only two TikTokers that, or one of the only two that can really sing or, like, have potential in the music industry because those two, like, are pretty creative and, like, their voices blended super well together in the song. So, I really, really 
am a fan of this song. Um, I think it turned out really well and like they just they their voices work well together and also like their aesthetics work well together like they both give off like the rock star vibe so I think it really was a good um, idea for a collab but because of this song coming out a lot of people have been talking about like how um, Mads and Jaden have broken up um, because you know they've broken up been on and off for a long time now but like their most recent breakup which seems to be the end of it um has been pretty messy because Mads came out with this whole thing like she did this TikTok trend where she was basically like implying that Nessa took Jaden from her or like everything was fine until they started working together or whatever like obviously this is coming from a place of jealousy like Mads is super upset that Nessa and Jaden are working together and like I don't think that she could handle it along with other relationship issues I'm sure but I think that was like also a big factor in their breakup so like when Jaden and Nessa started working together Mads got jealous and then this turned into this whole entire thing where now she's like making TikTok trends um with Nessa and then like tweeting about it and like all this stuff like I'm not not gonna get into details just because I don't know I I, I don't want to dig through TikTok room right now, um, but I think, like, it's definitely a messy situation, and it's it's a lot of Mads looking pretty jealous, which I don't blame her. I get it. Like, if you're dating, dating someone and, like, they're making a song with someone and, like, hanging out with them all the time, like, you have a reason to, like, at least suspect something or be jealous, but, like, I think she took it to the next level that was so unnecessary and especially bringing it to social media and like being immature and making like a TikTok trend about it like that was too much and at that point like those things should have been handled offline and like Josh Richards was talking about it and like yeah so I don't know um Nessa and Jaden have seemed a little bit close recently but I'm not saying that like anything did happen between them or is happening because I don't know I like Nessa and Josh aren't a thing right now but I feel like they still care about care about each other and like I don't know and like Jaden is also still moving on from his breakup with Mads so I think like that's a really hard thing for both of them to get over and I don't think that if they are gonna get together at any point we're gonna see that super soon just because like they're both dealing with their own things and they're probably not in the right mindset to be in relationships. So yeah, for those of you shipping them, I don't know if we're going to see that at all or if we do, not very soon. So I don't know. Um, I just think the whole situation is pretty messy. Obviously, Jaden and Mads were bound to to break up because of how on and off they've been in the past. Like usually when someone's on and off, it usually like it just doesn't last because you broke up multiple times before for a reason. So those reasons just keep coming back. But I think for now it's it's a pretty interesting situation that we'll watch unfold um and yeah I don't know I Nessa and Jaden have been killing it though with their music and like going on um I think it was Jimmy Kimmel that they went on and then they're going on the Ellen show or they did go on the Ellen show so I think it's really cool what they've been doing and although I don't really support things that both of them have done you have to admit they do have really good voices and they're doing really well in the music industry so so this is being recorded on my phone. Don't mind the switch in audio. I just wanted to add this in really quickly. Um, I went on TikTok room right after I recorded this podcast and I saw that there was something uploaded where it talked about this podcast, um, a really popular podcast called Call Her Daddy that Mads went on and I guess she spilled all of the tea. The preview even spilled a lot, um, basically like saying that 
Jaden likes Nessa and all this stuff and like yeah so I guess the podcast is coming out on Wednesday and we'll know a lot more information then about what exactly went down between the three of them um so I kind of do take back what I said because I don't know it seems like there is something going on something something is going on it's it's not nothing so like just keep that in mind guys I just wanted to to update and let you guys know because that's um not something that should be overlooked and I didn't want you guys listening to the episode and being like wait this is incorrect so yeah that's basically it um I think it's just pretty crazy the whole situation is wild I think we're gonna get some pretty interesting tea for Mads on Wednesday but yeah we'll have to see um I think that's all that I wanted to talk about. Uh, definitely, there there definitely is more tea, but um, I I kind of just want to keep this one short today because I'm pretty exhausted and I've I've got homework to do. It's just been so overwhelming, guys, lately. But wanted to let you guys know that I really appreciate everything that you you say to me and like all your kind words and um, the way that you guys are actually listening to my podcast, listening to me speak is just means a lot to me. So if you listen to this podcast episode all the way through, DM me um, the f- your favorite trip that you've ever been on and why it was your favorite trip. Um, and you don't even have to say the why, but you know, I kind of just like when people go more into detail. So yeah, DM me that and you can DM me on at sisterspillyt on Instagram or at spillcastofficial on Instagram, either one, to send me um, things that you want me to respond to for advice. You can also send me a voice message through Instagram. You can also send me a voice message through Anchor. All you have to do is just click the link in the description of my podcast episode to do that. And if you don't want to do that, then you can also so email me at my email at sisterspillytt, that's two t's, um, at gmail.com. That's also, if you can't find that email or if it like doesn't go through or something, just go to any of my YouTube videos, look, look in the description and my email will be there. So yeah, that's how you contact me for advice. I hope that all of you guys are having a great day, whatever day you happen to be listening to this on, and I will talk to you guys next week.